Hello there and welcome to the Points Performance Podcast with me, Tom Blay. This is episode 13. I'm going to be talking about improving your mindset and self-confidence in CrossFit. So this can apply to everyday classes, whether you're following a competition program or you're going to compete or you're building up to a competition. Um, I think this can apply to everyone on every and any level. Um, so I'm going to start off with a couple of bullet points or things that can damage or take away from your confidence when training. Um, so being new to CrossFit is very, very intimidating. Um, you don't know what's what it's going to be like. You don't know how tough it's going to be, how, what movements you're going to be doing, um, or at least initially. So that can be intimidating. That can take away from your confidence. Um, your body image, if you're new to training especially, or if you've got insecurities about your body, which you know 99% of people do, that can definitely be something um, that people struggle with. Uh, if you're injured, if you're going to have to scale workouts, um, when certain movements come up, so like, oh no, it's bloody double unders today and I still haven't got them three years later, like that sort of thing, that sort of dread. Um, and relationships, that can be a big one. And what I mean by relationships is the relationship you have with other people in the gym and also uh, people at home. So we're going to tackle those one by one. Um, if you're new, then talk to a coach, speak to the members, just start by giving things a go and seeing how things progress. Um, if you're brand new, you know, just just take it easy, take it one day at a time, just keep turning up, resting when you're absolutely knackered and, and uh, turning up to the gym. Um, one that, big thing I see in CrossFit that really like knocks people's self-confidence and self-esteem is other people's progress or performances um people get fixated on how lean somebody's looking or how strong they are or the weight they've lifted or the movements they can do and it it really like wobbles them and takes their eye off the ball with the with their own training um and that's a really really easy uh, trap to fall into i think with crossfit because you are constantly surrounded by people who are on the same path as you um even though you know they've all, everybody starts on a different level like everybody starts with a different body composition a different training age a different age um, with different stresses and there are everybody's at different places in the life so i think if you can take that into consideration and just focus on your own game and where you started and where you want to go and how much effort you want to put in i think you put yourself in a much better mental headspace focus on your own journey um, body image now this one is really personal and very very individual and there's no there's no sort of blanket statement for this one because it's it's your body and even though everybody else or most people might think your body's amazing it's still your body and if you're not happy with the way you look it's going to it's going to affect you you know it's definitely going to have it's going to take a little bit away from you so no matter what you look like, no matter how lean you are, no matter how muscular you are, because that changes year round as well, especially when Christmas comes around and you put a bit of extra weight on. I feel that if you can accept who you are and your body um, and take stock of where you're at in life, it's a lot easier 
to accept your body image and what you look like. Like if you know that you've had a couple of weeks easy training um, or maybe a month because you've got a stressful period at work or you've just been locked in your house for four months um, and you've not been training as intensely, yeah, you're not going to be in as good a shape as you were in February or March. That's just, that's a given. So try and accept that as best you can and try not to worry because if you carry on, if you make a decision today to train harder, eat better, sleep more, with better quality, then yeah, you're going to improve. Um, so yeah, body image is a tough one, very, very tough one, and it, it does depend on the individual. Um, people get intimidated by, uh, and get their confidence not when they have to scale movements, or where they're injured and they have to scale. So if someone's got a sore shoulder and they're not going overhead, so for example, thrusters, it's the workouts thrusters, they don't want to go, they can't go overhead because of a shoulder injury. Got to scale it to front squats, fine. Like some people can feel really, really anxious about that, like because they're not doing the workout as it's written on the board. It, it, I've seen that it's definitely made people anxious and, and knock their self esteem because, like, even though they perform well in the workout and they try hard and they do everything right and they move really well they're still not doing it in air quotes rx um but you know we scale workouts um from we scale complexity we scale loading we scale reps we do all that so that you can get the most out of it so even if you're like oh, i'm not doing it as it's written down remember the coach is going to scale the workout and you're going to make a decision to do it the best that you can do it on that day so you can get the most out of it so you can improve the most so yes it's crap that you're injured um but you know you get you, that this is this is the best you can do today and that's all we can ask for you and that's all you can ask from yourself um as far as scaling goes for movement complexity or load again everybody's different just because there's a weight on the board it doesn't mean you have to do that to get the correct stimulus of the day or like depending on how you feel. Um, it's all about you and, you know, getting the most out of your training. Um, yeah, I know that like some people do really, really struggle and they get upset that they can't do certain things like muscle-ups or handstand push-ups or double-unders. But again, at that point, like the, the, this, I won't sugarcoat this one. There's definitely a reason why you haven't got that movement and if it's been a couple of years and you've been half trying to get it or or build up the strength or capacity to do something, there's a couple of good reasons at least, or there must be, why you haven't got them yet. And it's just about asking yourself, you know, like, why haven't I got pull-ups yet? Uh, I'm still 10 kilograms overweight. That's it. And as harsh as that sounds, like, that is the bottom line of it. Um, so it's up to you. It's up to you to do the work there. And, and make a change um, this one's a big one relationships so obviously like sometimes in class let's start with the gym you might not like the coach you might not like some of the members who you're training with and you're like oh I fucking hate training with Dave um, because of whatever reason because he always competes with me or he always tries too hard to push me and we end up falling off a cliff together um, that can be that can be something that knocks your confidence when there's someone really, really athletic and and uh, really good in the class. And, you know, it, again, other people making you feel less confident about yourself and knocking your self-esteem. Um, also, relationships at home. 
So if your if your partner or your sibling or your mum and dad think that CrossFit is silly or it's you know you're going to get injured or oh don't hurt your back like that sort of thing that can weigh on you as well and you know it, it sometimes it it can make you question why you're going. Um, I hate for that to be the case, but it's definitely something that I've heard of from people. Um, so having a really good support network at home and in your community is huge and if you can walk into the gym with confidence knowing you're doing the right thing for yourself and you've got the backing of all your friends and family then you know you're going to get you're going to get more out of it you're going to try harder you're going to go to sleep earlier you're going to eat better food at home if you've got more people on the same journey as you have or at least that you know they're still supporting your health even if they don't do crossfit so like we've got all these issues how do we deal with them like how do we how do we gain some confidence? How do we turn these negatives into a positive? So, as far as other people go, there's nothing you can do about other people. Absolutely nothing. They're going to get fatter, weaker, stronger, leaner, happier, sadder, with or without you, and that is it. Like You can't do anything about it. So, all you can do is focus on your own journey. And I've got a couple of ways that you can do that. So, goal setting is a very, very, very powerful strategy for improving yourself and your confidence. So, there's a couple of types of confidence. There's built-up earned confidence, I'd call it, where, say for example, my back squat is um, 100 kilograms and I want to get one, I want to build to 110. If I take eight weeks, do a great squatting program, recover proper properly, I know that I'll feel really confident when test day comes around to squat 110. So there's that type of confidence where you take a skill or your fitness or a benchmark or something and you build up to it over time. You earn the right to do the weight or the movement or the whatever it is. And then you get it. And, you know, obviously there's always going to be a little bit of doubt there with some people, but if you've done all the work, then you're going to, earn that number or whatever it is you try you're striving for and then there's perceived confidence which is like yeah i can do that do you reckon you can run a five and a half minute mile yeah i reckon so i'm pretty good at running and then you've not managed your expectations you go and run the mile and you come in in 645 and you're like oh crap i completely i feel sad i've failed i'm rubbish didn't run a 530 mile on my first attempt even though i'm all right at running you know, it's just like a, it's like a guess, isn't it? Um, so I think that managing your expectations with your fitness and your capabilities is huge. So, and I think that comes from experience, um, experience, time, and keeping a training diary really. So if you know, if you if you're like not very good with numbers and you don't record your max sets of gymnastics or one RMs or five RMs, if you don't record those things, then when you need that data, um, you're not going to have any. You're not going to be able to figure out how you're going to go about it. So, say for example, you want to do Fran twenty-one fifty-nine thrusters and pull-ups, and you don't know how, what your max set of pull-ups is. It could be eleven. It could be thirty-six. But you've got no idea. And then you start the first round, bang all the thrusters out unbroken, and then do seven pull-ups. Uh, sorry, do like fifteen pull-ups and then explode and blow up when you were thinking you were going to go unbroken, you're like, oh shit, I haven't got that. 
So I think some of it is managing expectations. So to get a better time and to um, better test your fitness, if you went into that workout and brought the the pull-ups into sets of seven straight away, you'd probably get a better idea of where you're at fitness-wise. So although it's annoying, your coach is mithering you to record all your, your numbers and your benchmarks, you can use that data to actually make yourself fitter down the line and also increase your confidence because when you perform better in the gym, when you get faster times, when you move better, when you're stronger, your confidence will massively increase. Um, I think long-term goals are good. I think um, short-term is good. So having looking at the class or looking at your session for that day and breaking down how you're going to attack each piece or the workout you've got. Um, having a plan, sticking to it and executing it well can give you a big boost in confidence. And if you can do that for most of your sessions or all of your sessions, you'll find that you don't get your confidence knocked because you've um, failed or you've, you know, you've, you've not hit what you perceived you'd get um, and you've managed your expectations well. Um, and also you don't tend to hurt yourself as much um, so session goals are really good I think so that, we'll put that again into like an example of like Fran um, where you you plan out how you're going to attack a workout execute it, check at the end did you do all these things and then cool you can feel happy about that and therefore increase your self esteem and confidence in your own abilities process goals so sometimes people set lofty goals like uh, I want to come I've heard this before by the way I want to come top 100 in the world in the open okay cool where are you at now uh, I'm, I came 4,800 last time right okay so to become a top 100 athlete in the, in the CrossFit Open you know you need to be of a certain calibre of athlete um, and you need certain things and you know, if you're four thousand eight hundred, um, you know, I'm guessing you're not you're not near that yet, and it's going to be a long, long, long process to get there. Um. So what I'm trying to say with this is, be realistic with your goals. It's going to take time, and start ticking things off slowly instead of thinking, right, I need to be there by next year, because that's just not going to happen, is it? With that sort of lofty process goal, um. Yeah, I think the main thing um, that builds confidence is time. Time and setting yourself up for success instead of setting yourself up for failure. Um, I, see pe- I see people come in and even experienced people who've been doing CrossFit for a couple of, three, four, five years um, and they'll still put the RX load on the bar when I know that that's that they're not capable of it to to achieve the work to to achieve what they want to achieve, um, and it it just knocks the confidence every time. I have to have that conversation with them every time, af, you know, before or after or whatever happens. Because sometimes I let people make their own mistakes. Like as a coach, if if I see um, Tim put sixty on the bar for power cleans, and I'm like, mm, you know, it's max power cleans night here. We're doing. We've got um, sets of 15 in the workout paired with toaster bar. This is going to be a real struggle for him. Sometimes, if I know he's safe, I'll let him make his own mistake. 
if it's like an AMRAP or something where he's going to get timed out um, but then sometimes it's not safe and you need to get in there and put a you know nip it in the bud quickly um, where was I going with this yeah so having a chat with your coach or your mates mainly the coach because they're going to know is is going to be the most valuable thing for you just have a chat like what what do you think I should be doing what weight should I go at how can I be successful today in the gym because we us as coaches have had this conversation with um, my, my mate Phil and a couple of other coaches our members will constantly come in and they'll just get it wrong every time and that's our that's our fault as coaches it's our failing because we should be guiding them towards success and building their confidence in the gym because the most successful people in the gym, and by that I don't mean CrossFit Games or sanctional athletes, I mean people who take their fitness from a level and then take it as far as they can possibly go for their genetic potential. And that's what we want. And if that's like, if that's um, Jamie taking a 50 kilo back squat to an 80 kilo back squat with great form and she's safe and she's happy and she's healthy, like, that that is everything we're after we we don't care about like you know we don't care about amazing results and like earth shattering things and you know guys power cleaning 150 we're bothered about changing people's lives um for them no matter what stage they're at with their athletic ability no matter what level they're at um so i think to summarize loggy shit Log your scores, log your benchmarks, use BoxMate or Wadify or whatever it is that your gym is using or a bloody old-fashioned diary or Excel spreadsheet or whatever it is. Learn to manage your expectations based on that data. So this is how many pull-ups I can do. This is how many dips I can do. This is my back squat. Um, this is my filthy, filthy 50 time, all that sort of stuff. Use that data and then apply it to your workouts and then you can build confidence when you execute the way you expect to execute and that's how you're going to build yourself up succeeding instead of failing it's like um lifting like any coach will tell you like we don't want to have a lifting session and miss any lifts because every missed lift is like a knock on your confidence and it puts doubt in your head so uh, you know ideally most of the time, we should never miss a lift in an Olympic lifting session. Um, don't do the same with CrossFit. All right, I've rambled on long enough. Um, if you've got any topics or questions um, for a future podcast, please get in touch. Um, I really, really enjoy reading and all the feedback I get. Thanks very much for listening, guys. See you next week. <laughs>